We're overwhelmed with choice these days, but we still want to make the right decisions. So what can retailers do to help consumers choose the environmentally best products? Renewable products from renewable packaging, for example. Welcome to Renewable Future. Welcome to Renewable Future, a podcast from the renewable materials company, Stora Enso. We're recording in Stockholm, Sweden today, and we have Emma Hernal, senior analyst at the strategy firm United Minds, and Lisa Sevenberry, packaging developer at the Swedish food retailer Axfood. Welcome to Renewable Future. Uh, first to you, Emma. When we look at this topic of acting sustainably, what can retailers do to help consumers make the right decisions? What areas, what areas should they be targeting? Oh, there are a lot of areas where uh, retailers can do a lot of things, but most supermarkets uh, measure their carbon footprint really carefully. And uh, I think an optimal way to reduce the footprint is to reduce weight of transported goods. And then it comes down to to make sure that packaging is not too heavy, uh, to change materials or use uh, uh, lightweight glass or uh, different kinds of, of materials. So it's making the packaging lighter itself, but also thinking about maybe what's inside as well, I guess. Yes, definitely. So there are a lot of things to do when it comes to organic uh, products, of course, and to think about how it's presented in store. Lisa, you're working a lot with packaging at Axe Food. Just so everyone's clear, Axe Food runs a series of supermarket chains, or two different ones, two main ones, Villies and Hemship. And within those, there is one brand in particular that you work a lot with, and that's Garant, so your, your, your own brand. You guys are working a lot with sustainability and taking it quite seriously. So what are you doing on the packaging side? It's funny that you talked about the packaging size, because we actually work a lot with that. Only by by reducing the packaging, let's say five millimeters, you can actually transport hundreds of more packagings in the transport, which is really good. We also look at uh, saving energy in store. So we try to look at uh, maybe a juice that is now in, in, uh, in the fridge. Could you actually put it outside of the fridge? This is uh, kind of a, a challenge because the consumer finds a juice which is in the fridge more fresh than the juice that is not in the fr- fridge, even though the packaging is good enough not to be in the fridge. So it's just a perception that has to change. Yes. Then. When we're thinking about as well packaging and making it smaller is one thing, but also the kind of material that's being used. This, is this a factor for you at Axfood? Yes, we look at the whole chain actually from uh, uh, the production of the material to transport, uh, to how you use it and to the end of life. Uh, so we always try to uh, make the packaging as clean as possible. Let's say if you have uh, plastic, uh, we try to use uh, one plastic instead of three layers of three different plastics, because in that case you can actually make it a new plastic product. It's easier to recycle if it's just one It's easier, yeah. Another thing that crosses my mind when it comes to packaging is that, okay, we've talked about plastics and making Mm. one layer can be recycled more times, but also it comes from oil, plastic. So, I Mm. I mean, are you also looking at replacing plastics with more renewable products? Yeah, I think it would be really interesting uh, to see in the next few years if we could have uh, plastics uh, from uh, wood, uh, which is uh, going on. Uh, We already have it, but uh, I think in maybe five years we will see it in much uh, better quality. We also work with um, sugarcane plastics as uh, much as possible. We try to use uh, paper 
uh, instead of plastic, if possible. What demands can you make on your suppliers as well? Because you're obviously doing some of your own packaging with your own products, but making demands on suppliers as well. How much can you leverage there? We have some demands regarding uh, chemicals and stuff. It's a discussion going on for quite a long time and we receive samples and we try to work together i guess on that. yes yeah. and uh, is that standard across the board emma i mean do you see that with other retail chains or, or or is it is it the brands that should have the ultimate responsibility for what the packaging should look like no i think it's a collaboration and i think most retailers want it to be a collaboration mm. uh, and also the producers the producers need input about how how to make the packaging more environmental friendly. But there are several aspects to this. It's uh, I think it it should definitely be a collaboration and could be could be more. And uh, when it comes to to those matters, we see in retail also that different retail chains start working together in in collaborations. And what we've seen lately is uh, just the last few weeks is initiatives regarding plastic bags, for example, where Kappa, Lindex, H&M come together and decide that we need to campaign this bad habit of having one plastic bag from each store when you shop. And instead they have a a very easy slogan now to have a one bag habit and and in Mm. that way reduce Mm. uh, waste, which I think is really interesting way to collaborate. And we've seen in France as well that they're they're trying to phase out plastics completely, yeah. isn't mm, right? Yeah. Uh, in the same way. But consumers now care about sustainability, or at least that's what we understand. Is that the case? And and what, what are they doing about it then? Yes, I, I think they, they care a lot, actually. And uh, we still see globally differences between different countries. We know that there is a difference between Southern Europe and Northern Europe, for for instance. We see that uh, the demand for organic, locally produced products um, is increasing all the time. But we also see that uh, retailers and producers have to go first because the demand won't be there until there's a, a variety of goods to to choose from. But consumers want to do right, but they need the information. They yeah. need the information yeah. about the, the fridge, that mm. they, they think that it's a better mm. uh, product in mm. the fridge than yeah. outside the fridge and, and, and mm. so on. What sort of, you get feedback at Axfood, I'm sure, from consumers. What are, are they asking these questions about sustainability and about packaging and, yeah. and renewable options? I would say more and more, actually. They ask about what does this packaging uh, consist of, what kind of materials, and uh, are there any chemicals in it? And uh, we try to be as transparent as possible. And I think we are getting better and better, when, but we have a lot of uh, work to do. Um, but interesting that they're asking that question at all. I mean, I mean yeah. that, that mustn't have been on the equation or on the sort of on the map at all five years ago. I would guess. No, I, I, no, I wouldn't say so. So it's uh, coming more and more. And also, we have social media where people ask questions directly, which is interesting. Are there any retailers globally that are sort of doing a really good job from what you see around the world, Emma? Yeah, definitely. I think Whole Foods is still uh, number one. They're really good at. Um, communicating in a way that's really easy for the cons- consumer. Uh, they are kind of reducing the message to be very short, very clear, very sharp, and also to to for them to to own the relationship to the customer. So they have very clear policies when you enter into the store. In our fruit and vegetables department, those are the principles we work by, and that might be three or four. Mm. And then you don't have to look at the packaging mm. or. 
uh, kind of look at the brands or because you know that Whole Foods has done that selection for you, so mm. to speak. So you feel you're making the right environmental choice just by entering the store. Yeah. So just to be clear so that everyone understands, Whole Foods then is a retail chain in the US that has made a name for itself for having sustainable and environmentally friendly products. Is yeah. there an opportunity in Sweden then with with the retail chains that are there today? I mean, is there is there a chance for somebody to take that as a business opportunity here? Oh, definitely. I think um, there is one um, small startup that is tra- trying to take this uh, Whole Foods position, and that's part of this. And I think they are doing a very good job opening up more stores. When it comes to to Axe Food or for supermarkets in general, is there more that can be done in store to sort of nudge people in the right direction? There is a whole area of behavioural science now known as nudge theory where you can sort of send people to, to make the right decision without them really knowing they're making the right decision. I mean, is there anything that you that you guys do in store to help people veer towards the more sustainable or the more renewable option? I know that uh, Vilus uh, and also Hemshep and the other stores work very hard with these kind of questions. I, I think, like you're saying, that we could definitely uh, be inspired by other countries, how they communicate uh, these kind of mes- messages. And I think we could be better, actually, uh, instead of uh, forcing the consumer to look at every packaging. And I think it's not very clear uh, what range, let's say, guarantees. Some people find it low price because it's very cheap, but still we have very high demands on the quality, so it's really good stuff. And Garant, uh, organic, of course, you understand by the name, but maybe people don't understand what, that we work very hard with the packaging when it comes to uh, environmental issues. So I think we could be better. Is there anything you see, Emma, when it comes to just what we could do in store to help consumers to, to veer them in the right direction? Yes, we, we know there's a lot of things to do here and there is some research going on uh, about how consumers make the, the choices uh, and, uh, and so on. But that could be a lot more done to that, I mm. think. If we uh, look into our crystal ball then and we say in five to ten years time, what does your average retail supermarket look like or what will, will Axe Foods uh, supermarkets, and these are the two brands you've been mentioning, Lilies mm. and Hemship, what are they going to look like then in, in five to ten years time, do you think? Mm, I think, uh, okay, one thing is that uh, so far a lot of people find the packaging as um, the bad thing, like you don't need the packaging. Uh, but we have been in a research um, uh, project recently, uh, or actually right now, where it showed out that more packaging material, uh, if as long as it reduces food waste, uh, it's actually um, uh, it's better. better. Mm. Uh, so maybe we will have more single packs in the future because uh, the families are getting smaller, more single uh, houses. Um, mm. So I think you could see that. Also, you would have more, how to say, interactive uh, packagings, I think, where you can um, use your phone maybe to get information. Um, and I think when it comes to uh, the green area, uh, the fruits and vegetables, maybe you would um, uh, be able to, to buy, let's say, the salad. You could actually pick it yourself without the packaging. Okay. But... This is also interesting. It's it's very fresh and mm. nice idea, but still, uh, you should understand that the packaging has a very good function because uh, there's an atmosphere inside which keeps the salad for maybe a week or two extra 
uh, than if you don't have the packaging. So, uh, so if you're, you might be doing better by cutting food waste by putting a, like a plastic packaging or some kind of packaging around a, a lettuce or, or some sort of food like that. Yeah, we already yeah. do it actually. Yeah. Uh, but I think we would go in two directions. Maybe you would have this concept where you pick the salad yourself because it's uh, nice and fresh. Yeah. Uh, but still you would have uh, the packagings uh, to protect the food uh, and maybe more the single single ones beside the large ones for, for the big families yeah. or for the party. or What sort of trends do you see then, Emma, with this so five, ten years ten, down the line? What are we going to be looking at? Yeah, well, uh, there will be a, a big shift when uh, even grocery shopping goes online. And it will do, it will have its big breakthrough when it becomes cheaper than actually uh, shopping in-store. And that will happen pretty soon because mm. we will use dark stores and that will that will be automized because today it's very expensive to pick uh, the food and put it in a, in a bag and send it home to you. But if that cost will be reduced, we'll have a big breakthrough for, for e-commerce. What's a dark store? Sorry. Uh, it's a warehouse uh, that's optimized to pick those right. grocery bags and you will you will see robots doing that so it will won't be done by by man or by hand uh, and when that happens then what's going to happen to packaging because packaging today is very much designed to kind of scream to the customer from the shelf pick me pick me <laughs> in this information overload that's in a supermarket uh, and when we choose uh, on the on the web and we probably gonna make a lot of pre-ordering, ordering where you don't really get inspirational. You just know that you need the milk, you know, need the minced uh, meat and, and all the stuff. And then packaging might be looking completely different. Which also then affects, because so many decisions are made in-store on the spur of the moment, does this mm. mean that people will now make more environmentally conscious decisions because they've got a little bit more time to, to think about what it is they want to buy if they're, if they're buying everything from the internet? Maybe they will. Maybe and you or is will, that me being optimistic? <laughs> that that is probably being optimistic. But I think it's possible also because on the web you also have the possibility to communicate in a different way that than you have in a store mm -hmm. where you have a few moments and you're gonna make the decision in a few seconds. Maybe mm -hmm. on the web, maybe you you will watch a a beautiful movie and someone can tell you about the packaging mm -hmm. why it's better or or mm -hmm. what choices are the best because consumers usually want to do right if they mm. get the right information and mm. the right circumstances. Time will tell. Yeah. It's been really nice having both of you in studio. Lisa Sevenbury, Emma Hernell, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Renewable Future from the renewable materials company Store Enso. Let us know what you think and stay tuned for future episodes. Mm.